This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish, founder of Abish Financial Services. A lot of firms out there say they will do tax planning, say they will do social security planning and RMD planning, and typically they just do investment management. They want your money. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. Where do you stand today with your retirement accounts, with your insurance, with social security, RMDs, taxes, all of it? This is how we need to think. We need to think outside of the box on these matters. Abe is here to help you unlock the keys to your retirement. Before we came on the air last week, you said to me, you're like, hey, Heather, you ever heard of the underwear index? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? And you said, it's a real thing. There's this <laughs> article. And I said, send it to me. We're going to talk about it next week on the radio. And here we That's are. Right. That's so right. So the question of can men's underwear predict a recession is a real one. And actually, Alan Greenspan once said that when underwear sales go down, it is a sign that men are so pinched, they decide not to replace them. CNN Business says there is an actual underwear index. It shows how sales decreased significantly from 2007 to 2009 during the Great Recession, only to rebound in 2010. So I don't have to ask if you've ever heard of this, but I have to wonder if there are other odd and or funny indexes that perhaps are sort of semi-accurate predictors as to what we can expect from the market. And Heather, let me just clear the air a little bit here. Men, I do not want to know what you're wearing. I don't know. I don't want to know if you're wearing tidy whities or if you've got a, a thong on or boxers and if they're silk or boxer briefs or whatever. We don't need to know about all that. Um, but yes, that is a real thing, Heather. The underwear index, and believe it or not, when there is a recession, men buy less underwear, as do women buy less lipstick. And there's a lipstick index um, that when there's a recession, women are purchasing less lipstick because it's expensive. And uh-huh. and also, which makes sense, more people are home just like during COVID. When a COVID situation type thing happens, there's a lot more online dating. And so online dating shot through the roof during the pandemic. There's a skyscraper index too. And when, when a building approaches the world's tallest status, a recession or economic crisis could be imminent. So there's a lot you can watch and follow and track uh-huh. and you can worry yourself to death, you know, when worrying about the next recession and stock market volatility. Yeah. That's not what we want to do. We right. want to live the retirement of our dreams. And we can do that by having a plan for the good times and bad, by having a plan for when things do get bad, for when things do get volatile. And we need to be proactive and set that up in advance. And I'll give you a really good example of a couple who uh, has called into our show, Heather, over the last month or so and come in for several meetings. And this couple has done one of the best jobs ever that I've met with. And I met with I've met with thousands of people over my career. Mm -hmm. And we have, you know, now approaching almost a thousand clients of our own. And this couple has saved over $13 million. You were kidding me. Over 13 million, not including real estate and land. So they're probably at around 15 to $16 million self-accumulated, not inherited, just a tremendous job of accumulating. However, I would say they're acting like and living life like they have maybe 300,000 or maybe a million. And the reason why I say that is because although we have a ton of accumulation Uh and a large net worth Uh and a lot of investments, there was no plan. So they did not know where they were going. And a lot of the 13 million, over 7 million of it, 
was what we call debt in bonds, in cash, in treasuries, in notes, all either negative or maybe earning between 1% to 2% in interest in yield, just not doing near as much for them as they hoped. And some of the words that they said when they came in is that they're fearful, that they're paralyzed, that Mm. they're concerned, because here they are with a substantial amount of money accumulated and still didn't feel like they could go out and do everything they wanted to in life because, Heather, they had no plan. Mm. They had no income plan. Taxes, obviously, the more money you have saved are going to be more and more of a concern, extremely concerned with lowering and mitigating tax while they're alive and passing money on Mm -hmm. in the most tax efficient way. Because with, you know, 15 to 16 million in net worth today, if someone's doing a good job for them over the next 20 to 30 years, we show them how they would easily, probably easily be passing on a legacy of more than $20 million and they could certainly be dealing with an estate tax issue at that point. So what was the plan for them, Heather? An income plan, Mm -hmm. a plan for a reduction of risk, a plan for income. So they need about $300,000 a year to be generated Mm -hmm. from $13 million, which is not a lot, but they needed to know how to get there. We set aside monies for income, for lifestyle, for what the husband and wife wanted to enjoy while they're alive. We also set aside monies for long-term growth, for legacy, for tax planning purposes. We actually showed them an idea and strategies and ways to set up generational wealth where they can have tax-free dollars while they're alive, but pass on tax-free dollars when they pass and have the next generation receive tax-free dollars as well. And yes, that's all possible. So for anyone listening right now, you might not have 13 to 15 million dollars. Very few people do. However, you might have three to five million. You might have a million to three million. You might have 500,000 to a million and a half. Whatever it is that you have, it's worth a lot to you and extremely valuable to you. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like you don't have a plan, Maybe you've done a good enough job, you feel like you've done a good enough job, but you're not sure that you've saved enough, you don't know what to do next. Just go to retirementkeyradio.com, click on the Contact Us tab at the top of the page, and we'll start the same discussion and conversation with you. All right, Abe, so you were just pointing out the obvious concerns of that couple who has saved so much when it comes to their tax obligations. And Forbes actually points out that the need for tax planning does not end just because you have left the working world. Abe, common tax mistakes that you see retirees making, what are some of them? Sure thing, Heather. One of the biggest myths, I think maybe the biggest myth of retirement planning is that when we retire, our taxes will be lower in retirement. So many people were told that when they first started working, when they first started saving for retirement. And I can tell you in this Northern Virginia, D.C. Metro, Maryland area, that is false for a lot of people. It is true for some, but false for many, especially if you've done a good job of saving, maybe have a few million saved for retirement or more, and have pensions and Social Security and maybe rental income on top. Huge myth that you're going to be in a lower tax rate and bracket when you retire. Ignoring taxes altogether. Some people just don't think it's going to affect them and maybe, you know, they don't want to tackle it, don't want to acknowledge that it could be a problem and they just ignore taxes altogether. We see actually a lot of our advisors out there, a lot of other advisors will just ignore tax and just focus on growth. Well, it's wonderful if we have a lot of money saved, but what if it's all in a pre-tax bucket and taxes go up and the president changes and the tax rates and brackets change and they go up on you? 
and you get you know a couple million dollars in a pre-taxed account where taxes could go up on you. No strategy to minimize taxes. And then also the final one is taking withdrawals from retirement accounts in the wrong order. Yes, there is a right and proper way and order and method in which we want to distribute our accounts in retirement. So we just had a couple call in recently and they are concerned with taxes. They live in Leesburg, Virginia. They're in their 60s and they are retired and they have about a million dollars saved. And all of that million is in about five 401ks that have not been taxed yet. So one, they needed help with consolidation because you've got five accounts hanging out there at different custodians. And two, they know that they haven't paid a penny of tax on that million dollars since it's all in 401ks. And finally, the husband is in really bad health condition. It's got some serious heart conditions and he knows he's going to pass away first probably and wants to make sure his wife is taken care of should he predecease her. All reasons why they called in the show and came in for a complimentary where do I stand plan. Their problem was they had no plan for taxes. Really, I would say no plan for anything, just like most people when they come into our office. They've saved a certain amount of money. They're ready to retire, but they have no idea how to transition from their working career into retirement. So we provided them a comprehensive plan. For the first time, they had a roadmap, a plan for income, how to reduce risk, how to reduce taxes. What are the most efficient ways to pass money on to my loved ones and my family? Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish. To learn more about Abish Financial Services, visit retirementkeyradio.com. And join Abe for his radio show, The Retirement Key, Saturdays at 2 p.m. on WMAL. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish and BM number 770-3575.